Good evening. Hi, how are you? Ah, doing pretty good. It's pouring. Oh, is it? Yes, I'm getting one of those like um, I don't know, like rain headache kind of things. Rain headache? What? <laughs> you know, like sometimes like the humidity and the weather temperature change and stuff. So oh, like a, pressure. Like a, yeah, like pressure and my sinuses and stuff. But I do love the rain normally. So we just um went out and delivered cupcakes and. Uh, Sam made some really good cupcakes and went and cheered up a few people and made them happy. So well, that's good. I'm glad California is getting the the rain because I I feel like California never gets enough rain. Yeah, we've been dry this this year. As a matter of fact, this time last year, it's like you know we usually get the rain starting in November December. We didn't have any, and now it's coming. So, but yeah, we definitely need it. Um, so we're expecting, I think four inches tonight. So not like back East though. It's snowing pretty good from what I hear. Oh, is it? I haven't yeah. heard anything. All I know is that they said that the, the storm was going to hit California. The Sierra Nevada is we're going to get anywhere from seven to like nine feet of snow and it was going to move across the country. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's, uh, definitely time it's winter storm time so and it's yep. weird we just had like 70 degree weather the week before last oh so, that that is weird <laughs> it was gorgeous so who was i i think i was talking to somebody that was in was it you somebody was having nice weather down in florida like, oh yeah. it wasn't me i wasn't in florida this week <laughs> yeah it was like the week before last and they're like yeah it's 84 <laughs> i was like what oh wow yeah but here it is yeah well um, so I think I told you a little bit about my friend who is struggling in the hospital. Did I tell you about that? Yeah. So do they know how, um, he got in, infected or whatever, you know, the, so I have a friend for those of you that don't know, I have a friend who is in the hospital. He went in, they thought, you know, maybe it's COVID. I don't know. They went in, they tested him. They said, no, it's not COVID, but it had to do with his lungs. And then they were saying, oh, it's bacterial. Oh, it's this and that. Um, and now it's like they said it's like some kind of weird fungal infection. And mm. so he's in the hospital and he's struggling right now. And it's just really it's really sad. He's really young and he has a he has a couple kids and a wife and they just moved to Texas um, and so the doctors, the doctors said, um, just recently, like, I don't know if it was in the last couple of days or today or something. I, um, they said that there was nothing more they could do for him. And when they say that, it's like, okay, does that mean that, is he going to make it? Does that mean that he's, he's just has to fight it off himself? Like, what does that mean exactly? Yeah. And that, that's where I don't like those answers sometimes, because I mean, think about it, especially if like you're in a local hospital, 
I mean, they're, they're in the best hospitals. Like say, for instance, we, we have Stanford here in UCLA. Yeah. You have people from this area who, I mean, the hospital here in IRA doesn't have a very good reputation. They're known for people dying and them not taking that step because it's just too risky. And then you go, they go to these hospitals, they sign papers anyway, and they do whatever they can heroic, you know, being heroic, heroic, um, they actually save lives and that's what they're supposed to do. And for me and that being a family member, it's like, okay, you don't, you're getting, you know, an answer like that. Take them to a different hospital. That's mm-hmm. my thing. It's, you know, I mean, if that person's ready to go fine, but if you're young and you're still raising kids or whatever, you have that will to live, go by all means. And there are things that, you know, you just be surprised that basically, I think a lot of times, and I think the misconception is people think, well, there's nothing they can do for me. Doesn't mean another hospital can't do it, you know? Yeah. And, 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 I mean, perfect example. I have a brother who had recently open heart surgery and he had called me, uh, I don't know, about a month and a half, maybe two months ago saying that, saying his goodbyes, like basically they're going to give him medication and, you know, hope he lives, but he was having heart attacks and he was saying goodbye. And I was like, wait a minute, there's like hospitals. And I know because my dad, like they saved his life. Like, why don't you go to that hospital? And he kind of wasn't really listening. And then he said he kind of had an intervention where somebody came in and said, you know, hello, there's like heart hospitals, you know, go a little bit further, drive a little bit further. And he had actually called and they had told him that they were booked up for several months and he came in as an emergency and they actually took him in and he, they're like, you were like, had one of those widow or widow or hearts. They call them widow heart attacks, I guess that there's the massive heart attacks where they basically, you know, they leave your wife a widow. Yeah, there, you know, he was waiting to have a massive heart attack. And if he wouldn't went that night, he was actually having 17 episodes in one night. But he thought that was the end of it. Just because one doctor told him, there's nothing we can do. We won't touch you. We can't touch you. Like, there's nothing we can do for you. Okay, so he was just accepting it. And they're making burial plans. And I was like, what? We're modern technology here, you know? Yeah, there are some rare diseases, but there's also a lot of doctors out there that are experts on this, you know, when it comes to blood and bacteria and, and you know, certain things will kill a person and they can treat it the same way and that person still dies. But mm-hmm. why, why not? If, I mean, they're there to save lives. And if it means going to a bigger hospital and they're saving your life, by all means do it, you know? Um, yeah. And they, I just, I just found out that he's in the ICU. Oh. So, so I don't know where this is going to go. I have totally been praying for him. I posted oh. a thing on Facebook saying, Hey, my friend, you know, whatever. And they've gotten a lot of responses from people that, you know, he's been friends with for years. He loved, he's loved by, you know, a lot of people. Um, but that answer to me was so like, like, daunting you know what I mean it was just like oh my gosh does that mean we have to pray for a miracle now you know right and and I I'm the one I'm the kind of person I don't like to take no for an answer yeah and until you've done everything you can and talk to whoever you could throughout the nation throughout the world um do you know they have these rare diseases that it takes you know one person to actually come in and be like oh yeah I've dealt with that before this is what you do and, you know, science is changing, you know, diseases, you know, they, uh, they change, you know, they take on new shapes, forms all the time, but 
my dad said back in the day when he was in the Korean War, he actually had very low iron. So they're just like, okay, we're, we're trying to figure out why he had low energy, low iron. And, you know, anemic. They couldn't figure out, you know, what was going on with his blood. And it was really bad. And so he, they put him in the hospital. He was actually stationed in Japan. He was stationed in, in Japan and he was in the hospital a whole year of the, the four years that he served in the military. My gosh. So they couldn't figure out what was wrong. So a Swiss doctor came over and he was actually in Japan and he says, oh, I've seen this. You have a blood disorder. So it was very rare. Um, it's a very rare blood disorder that our family carries. It's a uh, um, hemolytic spherocytosis and my dad's like what what do I have <laughs> you know I can see your dad <laughs> saying that I know and and they basically said it was hereditary and what it is it's our our blood um you know platelets in our our body you know they're very squishy and spongy you know kind of and they're you know they're round and all of a sudden what happens is these little squishy platelets that go through our veins they start getting very hard like an egg and they're very resistant and some of them actually burst. And so it can be very bad in our bloodstream. And it causes almost like a, an effect of what a jaundice liver does. It makes you kind of yellow, yeah. low energy. And the spleen, what it does, it collects all these white blood cells and it grows and grows. And it lays on top of your liver and causes your liver to dysfunction. So you can live without your spleen when you're older. So... Um, I've had probably about a good 15 of my family members have their spleens out. My goodness. Yeah. So I'm a carrier. Definitely. I've had my kids tested so far. So good. But uh, my brother has actually had, I think three of his five kids have it. Oh, wow. So, and they're just laying around, just feeling tired. And they're like, get get off your butt. You guys are lazy. And no, it was all that. It was a family nice little well it's it's a good thing that that swiss doctor came over and saw him because now you know you know yeah and imagine if he would have never came i wouldn't be here talking right now (laughs) yeah (laughs) my dad would have been a statistic but you know it's just amazing with modern medicine um what's out there and you know and and i think i wouldn't take now i I mean you're talking day and night i would be calling all the big you know university hospitals i'd be calling all over the world and you know um, well, and, and like I said, they haven't, they said he has some kind of fungus. They didn't say what it is. They haven't, you know, so I don't know. And, you know, he's in a college town. He lives in a college town. I would think that they would have a big, huge hospital down there. That was good. He's close to Houston. Like, you know, yeah, you think, cause there's always those, you know, curiosity, you know, if some of those students get online and they start doing research, and, you know, again, it's like trouble, tr- kind of troubleshooting a car and it's, you know, not one size fits all, but, you know, I mean, we're human bodies, but it's just, it's just amazing that, I don't know, I don't think I would take no for an answer. And, uh, you know, my sister happens to be in the hospital right now and she's in pretty serious condition. I don't think she's in ICU at this point, but um, I think they're just kind of, I, uh, yeah, what's going on with her? She's, she's, uh, deteriorating basically. And, um, you know, she's 10 years older than I am. And, you know, so she's not super old, but she just said a few weeks ago, she wasn't feeling very good. And, you know, she's kind of telling her husband, I don't feel good. Like, you know, my head's kind of foggy. I just don't feel right. You know, so, um, just kind of ignored it. And then they found out she was acting kind of like a little bit, you know, like she was getting a little bit delirious. So mm-hmm. they're like, okay, wait a minute. So they took her in. She went to the emergency room. They found out she had a urinary tract infection. 
So I don't know if you know Tanya Roberts from uh, Conan uh, recently died a couple weeks ago of a, a severe um, UTI. Who? Uh, Tanya Roberts from Conan. Remember the Conan, the barbarian with Arnold Schwarzenegger? The oh, movie? yeah. Who's the pretty yeah, yeah. blue eyed uh, model? Yeah, she died of that recently. And I think she was close to 60 years old. She, so she died of a UTI? Yeah, she died. Uh, yeah. So complications, UTI, um, it's, it gets become septic, um, sepsis in your body. So once it, you know, gets so bad, what happens is it gets into your bloodstream, you know, goes to your major organs or your brain and you die. So um, basically, you know, we figured, okay, so that it has to do with her UTI. So they run tests. They've given her so much antibiotics that her UTI is finally gone. You know, it's day number four. Mm-hmm. But yet her brain's deteriorating. She's um, still having a lot of emotional effects. Um, she's There's something wrong. So when I actually called and got the phone number for you from Brian, and Brian said he was going to look at her charts and make sure that uh, the local hospital is doing everything they can for her, because I feel like they were kind of in a stall, like she wasn't getting better. And what was their deal? So today they had a doctor that uh, from a family that she knows in the area from church as well, um, that actually did a procedure on her lumbar area and I guess pulled out fluid and blood Okay. To, to test to see what kind of bacteria is in her body that's causing her brain to, you know, the receptors to like the wires are crossed right now. So um, because they know that she, the UTI is gone right now, but somehow... I don't know. I asked my brother-in-law if she, it was a sepsis and he said, they didn't say, I said, well, you need to ask. Oh yeah. So, um, but again, you know, uh, he seems like, you know, is he, he, I said, are you happy with the service you're getting, you know, in the local hospital? He says, yes. You know, every day it's, they're doing the CAT scan that came out clear. The, um, the sonograms, ultrasounds all came out clear. Everything looked all right. The fluids in her brain, everything, you know, they looked fine. So, but at this point, I told him, I said, if, if it comes back where it's not good, are you willing to move her to a bigger hospital, a better hospital? And I know money's a big thing for a lot of people, you know, having to stay out of town in a bigger city. And I told him, don't worry about that. You're a worry war. It'll come together. You know, everybody mm-hmm. will pitch in help, you know? And so he agreed that he would. And I said, well, she only has one life to live. She's not very old, but right. she's at the point where she, she doesn't, she doesn't want to live. She doesn't want to live right now. She, they actually, a friend of hers called me today crying, stating that my sister wanted to jump out a window. Well, she's probably because, you know, when you start losing your brain and you don't know what's going on and that kind of thing, it's, it's almost to the point where you just don't have any desire. Yeah, exactly. She's tired of sitting and waiting. It's the waiting game because the test that they did today when they pulled out the fluid and stuff, um, they did say one one would come back tomorrow, another one the next day, another one the next day. And then the one that's probably the more serious one um, was going to be in 10 days. I mean, who wants to wait 10 days? It could be this could be like something very damaging to her. Right. You know, so she's frustrated right now. But I, I, I noticed that when I talked to her, like just from day to day, it's gotten worse. And it's really sad because that is my sister. To, it's almost like dealing with someone who's got Alzheimer's and severe dementia. 
And my dad had a little bit, but you know, he had days where he was very lucid and very, you know, he's very clear minded and she goes in and out. And I noticed when I talk about my boy, she's very clear minded and, you know, very um, calm and happy, but then she'll start going off about, you know, things that happened, you know, 40 years ago. And interesting. it's very interesting. And it's, it's not my sister. It is not yeah. my sister. And it's, it's just, it's sad, but her husband seems to be holding up well. We actually took some cupcakes to them tonight. Um, okay. But it's, I can't see her, you know, because COVID, only one person, you know, for each family. I wanted to go see her. Um, so instead, we just dropped off cupcakes and, um, you know, drove around tonight. But we weren't able to see her because only one designated person per family. Yeah. So and it ha- that one person has to remain the same person. You can't switch off. So I thought that was ridiculous, but she thought she was going to be able to see me. So I had to explain to her, she couldn't, and she was mad and, you know, and not like her normal self. She was like cussing, swearing mad, you know? <laughs> so, but yeah, it's just kind of strange to see her. So I hope she comes back and oh, you know, yeah. helpful and I have to reassure, her, but you know, I had kind of talked to her and I said, you know, you need to be good. Cause she thinks everyone's trying to kill her right now. Oh. Nurses are trying to suffocate me and they put a pillow over my face and, I said, no, Kim, I wouldn't let them do that. And, you know, so at at this point, you know, I just kind of, you know, try to reassure her and take her mind off it and talk about my boys and it made her happy. So, well, I will put her on my list, on my prayer list. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. That prayer list is pretty big right now. And it's funny because I'm actually just, you know, have talked to my sister tonight about one of her good friends just getting out of ICU and she will never be the same from the vaccine what okay yeah we're gonna get into that um we have a lot to talk about besides just people we know in the hospital <laughs> right yes can get really kind of sad huh it is sad so go ahead and tell me the story of well actually yeah go ahead and tell me the story okay so it's it's, it's actually pretty short because i don't know this girl i just know that she's a friend of my sister's and my sister lives in texas And she's, my sister's trying to get more information, but she had a friend that went and got the vaccine. It made her so sick that she went to the hospital. They, she was in ICU. I don't know how long she was there, but she was in ICU fighting for her life. She's out now. She's, she's recovered, but not fully. They told her she will never be the same. And my sister's over there. I ain't getting it, Amy. I'm not getting it. Not after this. I trust my friend. I said, yeah, but you know, Leisha, I'm divided because I've also talked to other people that said they're fine, you know, right. so it's a very divided thing. I just think it's one of those things that's not for everybody, you know, and how do you know? That's this, the scary part. How do you know you're going to be allergic to it? Is there another test for that? You know, I, I don't even know. It's just so much information and it's so new. And so it's what, I, so what was it that was different? Like what, like, did she go into that? Like, well, she didn't see, this is what she's going to find out. Cause she just found out this evening and she, I had talked to her this evening after work and she had told me, she's like, you know, Amy, I'm, I'm not getting it. Like, cause she wanted to update on my other sister mm-hmm. and she's like, you know, you're not going to believe this, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you're no kidding. I go, actually me and Olivia are going to talk about this tonight. And so I wanted to know more. She goes, well, when I find out more, I'll let you know, but all I know is I'm not getting it. So, uh, you know, so I was very interesting. That was her opinion. And then I had shared, you know, other opinions and 
I don't know. It's just, I think it's just like a lot of information. All we know is that she got it. It made her sick. She had to fight for her life. She's okay now, but she'll never be the same. She has some, basically some major after effects that are going to be permanent. They told her. Well, when you find out what those are, let us know, because I feel like every episode we're talking like a little bit about the COVID, you know? Right. right. So yeah. when you find out, let me know. And we will go over that in her condition. Okay. Um, but I wanted to talk about, well, we're going to talk about COVID, but I wanted to talk about the strains because I, I was so confused. They keep saying, oh yeah, there's a South African strain. There's a Europe strain. There's a like, and I was like, what are these strains? Like, I'm not a medical professional. I don't know this stuff, you know? So I had to look it up and get an explanation. Mm -hmm. So what I found out was after time, all viruses will, will mutate, Mm -hmm. changing the biochemistry of the virus. So for the coronavirus, there are 23 genetic changes. And that's what the strains are. So it's kind of like if you have like, let's say you have, this is how I like to think about it. Let's say you have a bowl of fruit and you just leave it out. What's going to happen? It's going to start growing, right? Right. It's going to start changing form. It's going to, you know, let's say you have another bowl of fruit and you leave it out. It's not going to look the exact same as the other one, you know? So that's just how I, I think of it. So they've got all these different strains that are growing and the bigger the virus gets, the more people that get it, the more strains are coming out. Wow. So, okay. So I don't know what the requirements in California are. Maybe you do, but here in Utah, and I know in Washington, because I've talked to some people about it, um, they're saying that people over the age of 70 plus healthcare providers can get the vaccine now. Mm-hmm. So do you know what it is in California? Like, do they have the same rule or is it like, no, they haven't given it to people yet? I don't know. Okay. They were doing all the um, the frontline and all the essential workers and they changed it a little bit. So last, uh, from what I understand, because like, I, I think I told you before, I was one of the first ones that was where it was offered because of the line of work that I do. Oh yeah. Um, and I told them, I want to see what I'm putting in my body first. I'd like a flyer from this, you know, particular, um, vaccine, you know, uh, pharmaceutical. Right. I know that was it Merrick, one of the big ones, they have Pfizer medic. They actually pulled out of the vaccine. They're pulling their vaccines off the shelf right now. So, um, you know, they're recanting everything because they're finding a lot of issues with their vaccine. So this is scary to me. So we're going to talk about the ingredients. So I I have a list. So we'll go over all that. Right. Um, Which is really interesting what I found out about it. So right now there are two companies that are manufacturing the vaccine. Basically, if you go, if you were to go, if everybody could get it right now and you were like, okay, I'm going to go to Walgreens and get the vaccine. You would only be getting the Pfizer vaccine or the Moderna vaccine. So those mm-hmm. are the only two that are like, they're not FDA approved, which I thought was crazy because they're sending it out everywhere. But they're the only two that are like, yes, stamp of approval, you know. Um, now, Johnson & Johnson is getting ready to be FDA approved. And they are not yet. But that one should be coming out here, I think, within like a couple weeks. Okay, so maybe it's Madeira. Maybe it's not the Merrick. Maybe it is the Madeira, but one of those is being, they're, they're recanting. They're pulling their stuff out. So, so it's I, probably not the Madeira. It's probably the, like, if there's another one out there. Yeah, 
okay. All right. Gotcha. Yeah. But I was so shocked when I was reading these, like, these, like, ingredients because I was like, what? I was kind of, let me, let me tell you what's in them. Okay. So first we're going to go over the, let's see, is this the Pfizer? This is the Pfizer one. Okay. Mm -hmm. So Pfizer, the ingredients in the COVID vaccine are lipids. Okay. So obviously lipids, you know, it's, it's like a greasy material that basically helps the cell inside your body. Okay. So, um, and it also has cholesterol in it. So the other, the next ingredient is the salts. So potassium chloride, sodium chloride. Okay. So it's salt. The mm-hmm. next ingredient is sugar and it's basic table sugar. So mm-hmm. it's sucrose. So I was like sitting here going, okay, wait a minute. So sugar, salt, and lipids are the, the answer? You know what I mean? I thought it was going to be way more complex than that. Uh, Yes. Okay. You know? Mm -hmm. So basically knowing that, like when, if you do decide to get the vaccine, find out if it's Pfizer or Moderna because they're slightly different in their ingredients. Okay. So moving on to the Moderna vaccine. Okay. So there's an ingredient called MRNA. Okay. And that's basically an antibody agent. Okay. Next is the lipids, which we Mm -hmm. talked about in the other one. Okay. Yeah. That's, you know, um, the same. Okay. Next, this was a little bit different. You have acidic acid. So I was thinking about that. I was like, okay, well, whenever I hear the word acid, I think of it eating away at something, you know? Right. Mm -hmm. The next one is acid stabilizers. So I was like, okay, what is that? You know? So it says hydrochloride. The next ingredient in the Moderna is sodium acetate. So that's salt. Mm -hmm. And then the next one is sugar. Sucrose. What? So it's not actually like the COVID itself being injected into you, correct? No. It's okay. basically cholesterol, salt, and sugar and a bind and a binding agent. So think of like the, that greasy like binding agent. The lipids is the binding agent. And this is what's weird. It's like, why would something so simple like that, especially in the first one that you said, cause someone to be so sick? That's what I don't understand. Like, I've mentioned this on our last our last few podcasts, how my brother-in-law is a pharmacist and somebody in his hospital, they were like, they had paralysis, some paralysis. You know what right. I mean? Yeah, I don't talk- know if it's like the mixture. I don't know. I I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, could, 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 you know, like, um, you know, like when you mix medication, sometimes maybe it did something, you know, like um, some kind of a reaction, you know, yeah. to be another medication they were taking or condition they didn't know they had. I, I don't know. It's just so strange. But, you know, I know for me, you know, like if you go to the CDC website, yeah. the CDC.gov, it always says, you know, when you're trying to find information on a, on a, a credible vaccine information, they said, always check, you know, information on the internet. Yeah. How 
you know, if it's credible and they said that you always, you know, have to go to a website that's updated on a regular basis. That's a good sign right there when you're getting information because, you know, again, things change, you know, and so if it's a website that's always changing their information, that's a good sign. Um, there's, you know, web contact that is researched, you know, and there's experts that are physicians, researchers, epidemiologists, and analysts. So because they're peer-reviewed science, they said to go with those type of, you know, information, mm-hmm. uh, you know, leads versus, you know, just a, 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 a article. So when you're, you're viewing these, um, to, you know, kind of look into those type of, uh, places that, uh, you know, are going to give you, um, you know, that uh, more credible or the most credible, um, information. Um, I, there's going to be always the people that are big to differ because they're just like, wait a minute, you just said this, but now you're saying this, you know? Yeah. Uh, Well, one thing, one thing I did think it was, that was interesting. And when I was going through all this stuff, I was noticing that each of the, you know, Pfizer and Moderna, each one of them said, okay, well, make sure you tell the person giving you the vaccine that you have like, uh, like cirrhosis or that you have like heart problems or you have liver issues. You know what I mean? So I think that, I think that what's happening with these, some people have bad reactions and others don't. I think what's happening is maybe some of these people that are getting the vaccines that are having these awful reactions are because these people have underlying conditions that, that are are being affected. Cause look at it. You're giving somebody a bunch of salt that has a heart condition or high blood pressure Right. You know what I mean? So obviously there, that could affect the body that could affect things happening. Right. And, and there, you know, I mean, so, I mean, what is the solution to that? You know, are they doing anything pre-screening? You know, what do they do? And that's the thing, because we haven't had ours yet because we haven't gone up and there's not, I, I don't know if there's a questionnaire. I don't know if there's, you know, if people even know this stuff. You know, yeah, high blood pressure was one of them. Right. And I, and there's people that you just, they go and they sign up and that's it. They're not, I don't think they're doing the questionnaires. Yeah. Put their name. And, and again, I mean, I don't know. Um, I only know a few people have done it. I just know they're administering, they're taking their name and their information and just so they could be tracked. That's it. So what I suggest is if you're on the fence, if you're one of those people that are like, you know, I don't know if I want it or I kind of do, but I don't, don't. I say, go do your research, go look it up, go see what the, you know, ingredients are, go look at the, um, the, I was going to say prerequisites. That's not the right word. The Mm. look at what, if you're not supposed to take it because you have an underlying condition. Yeah. Warnings. Yeah. Like do your research. Right. And I wasn't going to, you know, when they offered it to me, my boss is like, you're under no obligation. And if you're questioning it, you know, again, I I basically said I haven't done enough research on it. Number one, you know, so that I think this was a good topic tonight because, you know, it's, you know, I've kind of touched into it, but I'm going to do it in depth more um, to find out because it's just like one of those things that I, I kind of felt at this point, I don't need it. They're recommending it to stop the spread. But when you hear all these other stories, I'm very divided. So uh, you have to remember, you have to remember, think of all the people. Um, Do you know people that have had it? I'm sure you do. 
obviously you talked to Brian tonight. Obviously Brian's probably has it or have has had the vaccine. But do you know any other person people that have had it? Had the vaccine? Yeah. Yeah, and they've also far have been fine. Okay. So you have to take that into consideration when you're making your decision. But I've also seen people with COVID all be fine too. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, I guess so. Oh, and speaking of that, let's, let's, so for those people that don't know, I was adopted and, um, 20 years ago I found my biological family, but I only met half of them. So it's, it's kind of a weird story, but, um, one of my cousins had put on Facebook a picture of somebody saying, please pray for this person because she has COVID. I thought that we might be related, me and this person. So I called my brother and I asked him, you know, am I related to this person? He said, yes, that's your great aunt. Well, she ended up dying of Mm -hmm. it. You know, and obviously, you know, COVID, I, I believe COVID kills people, but I believe that it, it also doesn't help when you have like lots of other conditions. You know what I mean? Right. And, and you know, again, you know, there are also too, you know, there's a lot of older people, they break their hips, get pneumonia and they die. Right. And like a lot of those people that have been, you know, now they've died of COVID, you know, so it's just, you know, again, it's just a lot of stuff we've discussed before, but like you said, do your research, see if you're a candidate for it. Right. And, you know, if you seem like you're healthy and you get that doctor's word, Hey, you know what, go ahead and get it mm-hmm. uh, by all means, get it. If she you think, you know, she you- was the, she was the only person though that I, I, and I don't know her personally, but she was the only person that I know of that has passed away from it, you know? Right. Yeah. That, you know, that have done it now, as far as, um, you know, I've heard someone, Oh, someone, in the newspaper or, you know, someone's brother's friend across the street, you know, there's stories like that. But again, I don't know anybody that has died from it, but I've had, um, oh gosh, like four family members who've had it. So, um, you've had four family members that have had it. Yes. Oh my goodness. I know. So, um, you know, and, and again, it's just like, you know, they warn people, you know, don't hang out for the holidays and stuff. And they kind of did anyways, you know? So oh, yeah. Yeah. People so. getting together, spreading it around. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then they just think it's a regular cold flu and, you know, people are just like, Oh, maybe I should stay away. But you know, again, it's like, you know, they have people make their own decisions. They want to keep living, you know, but they all recovered from it. Just fine. Okay. They're all so, at first, but then they're fine. Speaking of the flu, let's talk about that for one second before I go into the other things I want to talk about. Um, So I was watching the Today Show today, and they were talking about the flu. And apparently, the flu is the lowest it's ever been. Like, like over the last, like, 20 years, you know, 20 years. And they are attributing that to to the mask wearing. Well, could, could be, but I don't know. I just, I don't know. I have a lot of my thoughts on that. Um, you know, I, again, you know, uh, I've heard a lot of, you know, stories of hospitals listing people with COVID that have died of COVID that didn't have COVID, 
to get money because they get funding. That oh is, no, that's you know, a whole other topic. It that's is. Crazy. So I've, I've, I've heard of that and I had, okay, this, this is just one person that I know. She was in home supportive worker and she had been exposed to the coronavirus. So she's like, I can't come to work. You know, I can't take care of my, you know, my client that she helps with every day on a daily basis because my nephew um, had COVID. And I, I said, well, so he, he died of COVID. She goes, no, he, he committed suicide. Oh, so why they put coronavirus and told the family to quarantine? I don't know. Interesting. Very interesting. So right that right there, but I'm still a belief, a believer of like, okay, if it's going to protect other people, why not? It's not going to kill me. It's not the funnest thing to wear, you know, right? like anything else, if it, you know, you have people at risk. I mean, people have always worn, worn masks in China anyways, you know? Yeah not a bad thing if you're you have symptoms to wear a mask anyways and it's probably not a bad thing to stay home when you're sick anyways right right so it's it's very you know I've, I've heard lots of things but you know I mean again at hand I think it's just um interesting facts you know that you know data you know get out there and research people well I've got some more data I want to tell you about okay. so I was looking over some numbers and I decided since um, we have the most listeners in France. So I wanted to look at kind of the, uh, the numbers in France and go over those with you. So I'm going to do the top three um, countries where we have listeners. Um, and France is number one. So let's look at France for a minute. So as of January 18th, France had 23,770 um, new cases, like as of that day. Mm-hmm. Okay. And a seven day average was 20,381. So over a seven day average, 20,000, but then on a one day average, 23,000. I was a little confused about that, but that's a lot. <laughs> I feel like there's not a lot of like people in, well, Compared to America, there's not a lot of people in France. You know what I mean? Right. But they're all-time numbers. So France has had 3,130,629 cases. And deaths, they have had 74,800. Now, recovered from coronavirus, they've had 220,570. Okay. So that's a lot of deaths. So just my question is like, how many people die there normally a year anyways? Yeah. Who knows? Like flus and stuff. I mean, those, I mean, I'd like to see the comparisons. Right. Yeah. Just to kind of be like, okay, so how many people die of the regular flu flu normally? Yeah. And, and, you know, one thing that came, you know, when the coronavirus came out, one thing that really struck me is the Lysol cans, the back of the Lysol cans always said coronavirus kills the coronavirus rotavirus coronavirus it says that on it yeah the Lysol can has always said that on the back of the i mean even before covid this big whole pandemic came out it always said it killed the coronavirus rotavirus and any other influenzas so if you look at the back of the can of Lysol that label has always been on there but again you said mutating you said um, yeah these different strains you know and, and i have talked to medical people in the medical field that have told me I'm not getting the vaccine. Um, I've seen what it's done to some people. 
um, you know, like I had mentioned on one of our last um, podcasts, uh, you know, one of our friends and you happen to know her is, um, you know, dating a man that's in the medical field. And he, he was the one who said, I'm not going to do it. They try, they only cover these vaccines only cover up to so many strains and they're always getting finding new ones. Mm-hmm. So, um, so it's a lot of interesting facts, but uh, again, you know, I think it's just seeing if you can meet the criteria and let your doctor kind of guide you through that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Moving on. So our next country is Ireland. So we have listeners in Ireland, which is great. Thank you, Ireland. Awesome. Um, I was surprised by these numbers because I thought they were very low, but before I tell you the numbers, then I read an article on CNN that said, that Ireland has the highest COVID rate per million. So I was like thinking, okay, so these numbers are super low. Well, let me just get into that. So as of January 27th, new cases, there were 1,331 with a seven day average of 1,694. But then if you think about it, it's not like, Ireland is covered in people. I feel like Ireland, everybody is kind of concentrated into like those smaller areas. It's kind of like Utah. Where are all the people? They're in Northern Utah. They're not in Southern or in the middle. Right. You know what I mean? So I kind of feel like that's the same with Ireland. Mm -hmm. So if you think about it that way, I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, our next country that we're in, Spain. Thank you, Spain, for listening. I am Spanish. Uh Uh-huh, me too. (laughs) Um, So as of January 26th, Spain had 8,456 new cases with 26,310 in a seven-day period. That is a lot. Right. Wow. So at so all time numbers for Spain, they've had two million seven hundred and ninety two cases with fifty seven thousand eight hundred and six deaths. Wow. And they and they wow. didn't have the numbers for the recovered. So I guess they're not keeping very good track of those. Again, you know, I mean, th- these are all interesting statistics, but I mean, I, I like to see the data of the ages of the people. Oh, yeah. You know what? It didn't show me that. And that those are things that you really have to research because it's all very interesting. It's very, it's very like, interesting. Look at the population of population of Italy, all the people that died in Italy. Remember how big Italy is right next to Spain. You're you right. Know? Well, think about all the people that died and they were, I mean, they have, their population is old. These people yeah. were old and they just got wiped out, you know? And now it's kind of, you know, I don't know. It's just like a wiping out of old people. It seems like, you know, and yeah, you still have your younger people that do have it but you know again you know nine times out of ten they have underlying conditions but you find the one that one you know tenth or whatever person that never had any issues they just got a really bad case of it so um very interesting to to find so i think it's cross-referencing your data and looking back and seeing how many deaths they had a year anyways and Mm -hmm. the cause of death is it coronavirus is it drunk driving is it cancer does the regular flu even exist anymore you know so these are all questions that you know you can really go on for days but that's awesome data um you know for people on the other side of the ocean yeah so so wash your hands wear your masks 
don't sure. go out if you don't have to. Like, it was funny. I last week I was like, I really want to go to the movies. So mm-hmm. me and my husband went to the movies and nobody was in there. It was just me, me and him. Really? The movies were open? Oh, yeah, they are here, but they're only open. Well, at least the movie theater we go to is only open on the weekend. Interesting. Yeah, here they're closed. Uh, but we've taken the boys to the drive-in. Oh, that's cool. It's a good time to do a, a, a comeback for drive-ins. We had a good time. It was fun. Yeah. But then I was thinking about it, and I was like, yeah, it's the perfect time. But don't go to the movies, people, because I want to go. <laughs> <laughs> or where it's hard to have you get cabin fever and but yeah. you're, out, you're probably out more than most of us though well well that's the thing is that i travel the country with my husband you know like last week i was in nebraska and i don't know um wyoming and i was in pennsylvania and kansas city i've, I've been all over but um i'm home for a bit so yeah i won't be going out <laughs> Awesome. But it, the question, but, question is are you gonna get the vaccine <laughs> it, well that's the thing i am gonna get it but because i know what i know now and because i did some more research on all this stuff is when they say okay general public can get the vaccine at that point i'm gonna call the pharmacy where i'm gonna go and i'm gonna ask them which vaccine it is i'm gonna say is it the pfizer is it the moderna is it the johnson and johnson you know like which one is it and then i'm gonna do my research and then after that, I'm going to go get it. Sounds like a good plan. Are you going to talk to your doctor at all? You know, I don't know. It depends on how comfortable I feel with it. It depends on how soon that's going to get to us. But you you're, you, generally have a good bill of health, though. So, you know, I think if you have a good, you know, bill of health that you don't have, like, underlying conditions right now that you're dealing with or taking medication for you'd probably be okay someone like me would probably have to well then so, again like i still i have asthma from living in yes, central california that's, you know? that's me that's not a bad idea but <laughs> of the lessers you know but see me i have i have you know all that fun hereditary stuff that i just told you about yeah, you know, yeah. Have a lot of stuff so I, you know, again, um, you know, I, I, there's days where I feel real confident about it, but I think for like you, you have a very clear, I mean, clear plan. And I think it's wise. I mean, we have to be wise. Um, but I think like anything else, we take chances every day, just stepping out our front door, you know, and we've got to live our lives and it's just would suck for, you know, that the small population or whoever, you know, it's not working for, it's unfortunate. Um, but I think over time, you know, I mean, at some time technology has advanced and as scary as it is, I mean, they did have vaccines for polio and those, you know, all those other diseases and they, you know, they proved to be, you know, good. And, you know, here we are today, but another thing with this vaccine, from what I understand, you have to have two doses, right? It's two shots. We didn't go over that. It's you have your first shot and then you get your second one. Yeah. So booster shot. You know, so there's a lot more, you know, involved with that. So you got to research that too. And it's like, you ask yourself why it wears off so quickly. You know, why does it, why doesn't it stay? You know, there's just a lot of questions there, but yeah, definitely do your research people. And um, like I said, go to the websites that have um, more than just, you know, one opinion of one writer, the one that's updated, you know, constantly. Yes, exactly. Well, good topic, good conversation. Yes. We will be back with you next week.
All right. Sounds good. Okay. Bye. The Pod Project is a small fire production. So find us on Facebook at The Pod Project 20 or on Instagram at The Pod Project.